Hey, what's up? How's it? Aloha. Welcome to Culturized. I'm so excited. Season, what season is this? Nine? <laughs> I had to ask uh, the, the bosses. Season nine, which means I'm excited because uh, apparently you like what we're doing. Well, you like my guest, me. It's, uh, you know, controversial. But we're still here. Season nine. If you're watching on the network, mahalo for doing that. If you watch us on the, all social media platforms, all of our uh, podcast platforms, continue to do that. Tell your friends about us. This is a space that we created to just talk and share and learn culture. Uh, and just a quick reminder, culture, my friends, is is dictionary version is just 10 or more people doing believing in the same things or practices so whatever it is it could be ethnic it could be social it could be native whatever it is so that's culturized that's what it's all about tell your friends about it i'm excited to kick off uh, this season sitting in front of me we've known each other for for years and years we were just talking about our kupuna status <laughs> <laughs> off air a little while ago but um gosh it be, before i introduce you how, how early 90s maybe yeah college so from our college days all the way until now ladies and gentlemen jody shiroma thank you so how much are for you that. i'm great how are you it, we haven't like sat we, we always it's always business i don't think this is business but it's, mm -hmm. it's always we're doing something together um i want to get right into a little bit about who you are when we originally met college but before that hey, what high school you went Kailua High School. Kailua. What was it? What was it like? I was, I was gonna say back then. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Like? And and you grew up in Kailua? No, grew up in Waimanala. Oh, look at that! How many people look at you and go, "What?" Yeah. So, because I always say this, everyone. And this is funny when we say Kailua <laughs> High School. I forget who was on the show went to Kailua. I said, "Are you from Hawaii Kailua or Hawaiian Kailua?" And don't get upset when I say the word Hawaii. It's the adjective that comes before it. You guys, come on. Um, so why Manalo? Uh, were you um, lucky enough to get dropped off at school? We had to catch bus. <laughs> I got dropped off, but I caught bus home. No way. Yes. What was it like growing up in Wai Manalo in, in your your day? You know, I really liked Wai Manalo. Yeah. I still do. And it um, I felt like everyone had your back. Mm -hmm. And I feel I always had the best of both worlds because I went to school in Kailua. But then I would come home and play kickball, skyhini, all of that on the streets in Waimanalo. I, I love it. See, we were talking about, I always talk about how even within Oahu, within an island, I should say, there's different cultures within an island, right? Um, the way you, you were raised in the culture of Waimanalo is different than the culture of, say, Halava or, or Waianae. Um, what is your fondest memory of, of Waimanalo? You just playing kickball. Yeah, all our neighbors after school, we'd get together. We'd do our homework really fast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then we would go on the street. We'd play kickball, and our bases were our rubber slippers, right? Our slippers was bases. And then sometimes if we ran around the base, and then it would fall into the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> and see, those are those are the things I think sometimes. You, you know, it's going to make us sound so old. When, you, when we drive around, you don't see a lot of that anymore. You don't see kids playing kickball. You don't see kids, you know, playing cheese master right um it's in that i think that is very cultural to us growing up in kailua brothers and sisters one brother younger um what was it like growing up in the household in waimanalo what do you what do you remember that was very because even if you think about it now right there's things certain families did um but we didn't think about it at the time like taking off our slippers um 
you know, being at home at a certain time? Are there things that you remember about growing up that specifically was, was you, your family and your community? Yeah, I think that, um, well, for one, we all played with each other mm. on the streets. And that, there like, you, you know, and then if we were hungry, we would go to our neighbor's house and they would make simon uh, or, you know, any, whatever we wanted to eat, right? And then the Manapua man would come. <laughs> <laughs> and if we didn't have money... The, uh, Charlie, who was the Manapo man. You he remember would, his yeah, name? He no would way. front us money. He would just put it on like <sighs> a little cheat sheet. And then we could get like, you know, poor cash or noodles or I, mean, I, I love candy, that small the cigarette candy. The ci- oh, <laughs> man. I just turned my son on to that. And I was having I was having a hard time. We were we were at this nostalgic candy store and he's like went straight to the candy cigarette section. I was like. Now I know why my mom used to be like, get that out of your mouth. Stop doing that. Anyway, if you're sitting with us or you're joining us, Jody Shiroma sitting in front of me. Why a Manalo girl? Uh, We're going to talk about a little bit about her background. Um, So many things she already shared about just the culture of why Manalo and how she uses all of that into what she's doing today. This is Culturized. Bringing you what matters, viewers can receive the Star Advertiser digital full access subscription for just $9.95 per month. Go to StarAdvertiser.com and click on subscribe. Use the code AHIGHTHING. Long's Drugs is always here for Hawaii, providing your family with their local favorites, accessible health and wellness services to keep you safe and healthy. Make Long's a part of your day. Hey, what's up? How's it? Aloha. Welcome back to Culturize. It is me, McCutty. Thank you so much for joining us. Sitting uh, with Jody Shiroma, we've known each other forever. I, in small kid time. Speaking of what you were talking about, that um, you know, that's probably one of the things I, I didn't. I thought you were always from Kailua, but why Manalo? So, which means, as as uh, professional as she is, she can lick you too, <laughs> right? Yep. Do you, how many times? Was there a lot of that when you were growing up in Waimanala? Were you that girl? What? What? Were no. you that girl? No? <laughs> no. Really? I was going to say, you totally blow me up because you, 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 your ano or your presence is just always proper. It's always professional. It's always. Oh, thank you. So you were never that tita local girl? Mm, it, it can come up. It can come up. <laughs> See? Yeah. I know. We'll, we'll talk about that in an extended version <laughs> of, of, of this episode. Um, I do want to talk. So we're talking about culture and how you grew up. And one of the things we talked about. Is, is what you have right here. And and um, it's funny because we'll, we'll just preempt it with this. When I walked in, she was already here before me. I know, sorry. Uh, but you're like, hey, I have some stuff for you. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is like right off the bat, probably one of the biggest cultural concepts and practices, not only for certain ethnicities, but for Hawaii itself, right? But you having Japanese background, um, it's called when you give gifts. Omiyagi. Omiyagi. I just got back from Japan. I'm sorry I didn't get anybody any <laughs> omiyagi. I was just like I couldn't do it. But you brought, and that's a thing that you do. Yeah. Explain to people that are watching why. I think in your opinion. In my opinion, yeah. yeah. I don't know the the actuals, but for me, mm-hmm. our family, we just never wanted to go any place empty handed. You know. Say that again. <laughs> you don't want to go you, any place empty-handed like that, you just don't want to show up at a party with mm-hmm. i mean nothing yeah that's see? shame I, <laughs> see shame and that's i love that because i think within hawaii cross-cultural cross-ethnic cultures you know whether it's hawaii whether it's japanese korean we often do that and and i hate to say and i hate to harp on on this this generation of millennials but a lot of times they'll just show up 
Mm-hmm. Right? What you guys gonna bring for potluck? I'm gonna bring a pepper plate. <laughs> oh my Ziploc bag. <laughs> so share with us first of all, mahalo for bringing these things, these omiyage. Um, what 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 do we have? So what for, what do you what am I being gifted with? First, you're gifted with a lid. Oh my gosh! Yes, okay, so, hold on. Let's okay. do that. You you stay there. I'll lean over. Okay. And honies. There you go. Oh, mahalo for that. I love this. You, and see? then I bought also oh, Foodland. Ooh. <laughs> Mochi crunch. Well, you gotta. And then oh, and then this I saw. I thought it was funny. Rice and azuki bean chips. Really? Yeah. And then wasabi peas. <laughs> oh. Did, you Co- know I'm on a diet, chips, right? Yeah. You know I'm on a lifetime diet. Yeah. You gotta love. Oh my oh. god. And you know what I love about these things? Uh-huh. <laughs> Cultural product. You know me. I'm always looking at culture. We got coconut chips, wasabi peas. We got kakimochi. What do you? What did you call it when you grew up? Arare kakimochi. No, kakimochi. Kaki, okay. Yeah, we had this whole thing at PBS Hawaii where we uh-huh. did like. Some people was like arare. Really? Mochi crunch. Kakimochi, and people did it like everyone had what they would call it see and that we're, we're going to eventually get to that pbs so i just gotta she she's you're with pbs now mm-hmm. but i like the fact because we want to definitely get into that all the, all the cultural content you're putting in but first i gotta give you this this is a poke bowl <laughs> show you ahi you poke serious bowl. right yeah. now she went deep for the omiyage oh. you guys and chopstick <laughs> or fork <laughs> <laughs> you know what I just learned, it, it, and I don't know if it's 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 a, a culture shock, but now you have to ask for these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember they just gave them to you. Yeah, and even napkins. I was they like, look oh, at me the as, napkins. Yeah, it's like why? Because I'm Filipino. <laughs> they use my hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Mahalo, mahalo, mahalo yeah. for all of this omiyage. Um, this wow. So again, if you are joining us, this this is what culture is all about. This is what the whole. Um, um, show is about is little things like this that we don't notice. I mean, we're here talking story, but it's the in-betweens. She, when you got up this morning, you were automatic. Like, you just knew, I'm going to mm-hmm. go bring something. Yeah, you, yeah, and if you don't, you feel guilty. Oh, I do. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I'm totally like that. I'm like, have you ever done this? Like, I'll show up somewhere, like, to a party, and I didn't bring anything, so what I do is I stay till the end of the party to clean up. Yes. <laughs> Okay, if you're joining us, we're talking culture. Jody Shiroma from PBS. We're talking about these little cultural concepts and practices that that span ethnicities here in Hawaii. This is how we do it on Culturize. Aaron C. Travel Center, best group tours throughout the world. Let's go travel and see the world to make beautiful memories. Call 808-951-9800 today. Hey, what's up? How's it? Aloha, it is me, Makani, sitting with my very good friend, Jody Shiroma uh, from PBS. But uh, first of all, again, mahalo, mahalo, mahalo for, for not only the, the omiyage and the gifts, but sharing that concept of it. Um, because it's a reminder for those of you that are watching, wherever you're watching from, that's just what we do. That's what you do. No matter if you're from the continent, no matter if you're from Hawaii, whatever ethnicity you are, you don't want to go, as she said, you don't want to go empty-handed, which your parents taught you. Mm-hmm. Um, which probably their parents or other things that they've taught you culturally that that you bring into your adult life that you re, you do. So when you go go to someone's house, you yeah. always take your slippers or your shoes off, and then you like line it up nice because you want to make sure you get your <laughs> slipper back or someone's gonna steal it, right? <laughs> you, okay, there's a little bit of let's touch on that right there because there's a little bit of of, of cultural um, 
I don't want to say disconnect, but we have our own ways of taking off slippers, right? If you go to, let's say just local culture, you go to a house, slippers everywhere. You go to a Japanese house, perfectly lined up. (laughs) But what do you guys know about the difference when Japanese take off their slippers? What are they, how do they leave it at the door? It's facing the other way. Right? How brilliant is that, right? Yeah, so, so when you come out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you know, local people come out and say, oh, and you get home, you get two different slippers. <laughs> <laughs> two different sizes, two that. different colors. <laughs> uh, see, I love this. Conversations about culture, which I want to get into now because we met, yes, back in our college days. And um, you actually, we, we've been in this whole media, I call it a game. We've been in this media game for a while. But I think... It sounds biased, but I think we're a little bit different because we weren't just in media for media. I think if you can agree with me, we were in media to share um, like this, to share Mm -hmm. with people the demographic we were working in. Believe it or not... We used to work in 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 the teen demographic. What gen what what Gen Xers were we? We well, you and I are Gen X. Yeah, and so, so they're probably Gen Z. That's right. Yeah. Or millennials. I don't know. You guys started a, a magazine, mm-hmm. two of them. Yes. Sassy and G Magazine. Yes. Sassy was for the girls. Yeah, and then you flipped the magazine over, and G Magazine was for the guys. How brilliant was yeah. that? Um, what was what was the reasoning for that? Well, we first started off just a sassy magazine, you know, and we wanted something that was representative of youth, but not, we always say it, the slogan was, it's all about you. Mm. So about you, not superficially, right. you know, because a lot of magazines would focus mm-hmm. on the outer beauty, but we wanted to focus on the inner beauty. So we, you know, we did different things. We talked about culture. We talked about arts. We talked about activities. We really pushed creativity. Because a lot of times athletics or, yeah. or things, if you're in the popular group, you get a lot of the attention. Mm-hmm. But there's so many other kids that were doing amazing things. So we wanted to be representative across the board. I love that mindset. And, and that's what it's all about. It's, it's you look at Because if you think about a, a demographic of teenagers at the time, they're a culture because they're doing and believing in the same thing. And like you said, a lot of times we forget about uh, certain people within that mm-hmm. culture, within that demographic. Sassy Magazine for the girls. And you guys created G Magazine. That was for the dudes. Yes. Right? I love the fact you flip it over. And I got to say, um, so if it was not for Sassy and G Magazine, uh, you guys did an article on me and my brother Lanai. Up until that time, majority <laughs> of people were like, oh, cool, you guys brought us. I'm like, no, like we're brothers. <laughs> people would read the articles like, oh, I never know you guys was brothers. Yeah. I was like, yeah. But I remember that we shot in Old Spaghetti Factory, Mm -hmm. and I think I still have that. So, with that, I love how you think, such a forward thinker, because the content, it wasn't called content at the time, but you were looking at things that just made people better. Yeah. Right? And, And, like, it's all about you. Do you take that same, that same mindset into what you're doing today? Yeah, I think every job that I've gone to, I always say that I, um, what I do, I don't call it a job. Like, like nine to five is a job. Mm-hmm. I call what I do a career or a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. You know, so when I get up in the morning and look in the mirror, I want to be like proud and happy and excited about what I do. And then when I get to the point, if I'm not, then it's time for me to actually move on and Ooh, leave. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, no. That's, I, I like that. I, I was always going to say my job is to just show up somewhere at a certain time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my kuleana is what I'm doing yes. there. Uh, if you're joining us, Jody Sharoma is sitting with me. We're talking about her and I uh, when we first met and everything she's done, um, you know, just 
creating. She's always a forward thinker. You're now with PBS. I want to talk about some of the content that you've been creating on PBS because as we know, PBS in and of itself, a lot of cultural content, but you, I think you guys are ahead of the game with all the PBSs. So stick around, find out what they got going on at PBS Hawaii right here on Culturized. For all your money needs, Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union is here for you. Visit HIFICU.com. Windows Hawaii. Windows are not only designed to beautify your home, but also to make your home more secure, energy efficient, and virtually noise-proof. Contact Mario now for your free in-home estimate. 808-671-0808. Hey, what's up? How's it? Aloha sitting down with Jody Shiroma from PBS. Now, your title is a VP of, of Digital... Communications. Just communications. Yeah. Well, okay, but your kuleana under that is a lot more, right? Yes. Um, you know, I, I, I got to say, PBS Hawaii, I love PBS Hawaii. And as of late, even, even when um, Leslie took over, just there was this whole... I liked it because now, not that I'd never before, but I started to see content and programming that I could identify with, yeah. right? Not only ethnically and culture, but everything. Um, is that is that a standard now at PBS Hawaii? Yeah, I think it is. I think when Leslie took the helm, um, she did an incredible job oh, of amazing. localizing a lot of the content yeah. and creating a lot of local programs that, you know, nationally, PBS stations do have their own local content, but I think we are more forward and progressive in what we do. Started with Leslie mm -hmm. and now Ron, yes. who's my boss. Um, he He's taken it, I think, to the next level. Yeah. We've always been broadcast, mm -hmm. but now we're doing a lot more in the digital space. And when I say digital, I mean podcasts and extras and reels and really using our social platforms to, to connect. Speaking of, it's going to make us sound really old. <laughs> we talked about, I mean, you get print, right? Mm -hmm. Magazines. Um, did you transition easily into the whole digital? Yeah, I think so. Because I'm still having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it actually is easier because okay. if you want to get news or mm -hmm. you want information, it's okay. just, it's right on your phone. I mean, you can take photos, you can set an alarm, <laughs> you can call. Right. I mean, so get your news. I mean, everything is in your phone, right? And I think that gener or I mean, and I think like my kids, they're they don't even know TV. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. you know, they don't. They everything they get is on digital. How long have you been with PBS now? Uh, going on four years. Really? Yeah. So since then, um, I I always I sometimes I just want to sit in one of those creative meetings at PBS mm -hmm. Hawaii because what are what are the newest things that they have? Um, what is the, uh, what high school you went? Is that is what school you went? What school you went? Yeah. I love that. Who came up with that? So we wanted to do something different when Ron came on board mm -hmm. and we talked about a podcast. He really didn't want to do he didn't want to be on TV anymore. He spent, <laughs> you know, the vast majority of his career <laughs> right. on TV and he's like, I'm done with that. I'm behind the camera. <laughs> yeah. So um, we came up with the podcast idea and then we, we kind of just threw out different names mm -hmm. and then we talked about like how do people connect in Hawaii? Like how you open the right. show. It's like, what school you went? And it's really not what college you went, mm. but in Hawaii, it's what high school you went. Isn't that funny? Yeah. We automatically yes. know. Like sometimes when I go to the mainland or the continent, <laughs> I'll be, oh, what school did you go to? And automatically you're right, oh, university. Uh, what high school <laughs> you went, right? And that's why it came out of mind, what high school you went. I love that concept. And that, I think, is probably the one of the greatest icebreakers 
mm-hmm. you can you can never create. Hey, what school you went? Um, so you guys got that. What uh, the digital? What you guys just did one with me? What was home that? Home is point? here. Home is here. Yeah. So home is what here. What a great yeah. concept. So yeah, that one is really a magazine style program. So it has episodes within like one to three stories, depending on you know who's being featured, and it's really about Hawaii and Hawaii's neighborhoods where we work, live, and play. And it's really cool. So we've gone to the neighbor islands and been to like Maui and then we, you know, on Oahu and, you know, Hawaii Island and it's all across the board. Now, do you get to go along with some no, of these shoots? No, I don't. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no. Farron just has to do it all by himself. Yeah. I, yeah. Speaking of which, I got to say what's up, how's it uh, to Farron? That guy is a, a one-man contained production company. He shows up, camera, mic, uh, everything. Um, so he did that episode uh, with me as well. So mahalo for that, which came out amazing, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no, da, da, da. but came out amazing. So home is here. And like we talked about earlier, I like that show because it shows the different cultures and the different things we do with even within Hawaii. Yeah, and what I think is really cool is that we have the broadcast version and we put it on digital, like the individual episodes. But we also can do digital extras. It's content that you only get yes. online. And so like the Farron one with uh-huh. you or we did, you know, like we've done stuff on Okazuya, no. you know, tied with what school you went. Or we've done, you know, stuff like we just went to Kauai Khan and we did stuff no on way. that, digital extras on that. So just kind of representing different things that we feel is interesting to us but also that would be interesting to other people too. I mean, you guys are doing an amazing job. If you're joining us, this is Culturize. Uh, do me a favor, head on over to our YouTube channel for an extended version. We're gonna talk a little bit more about Jody Shiroma and what she brings to PBS Hawaii. Um, all this content that she's creating and you can identify with just like we do here. This is Culturize. <music> Hey, what's up, how's it? Aloha, it is me, Makani. Welcome to Culturized. If you're joining us on uh, YouTube and our social media platforms, thank you so much for doing that. If you uh, join us over at the network, I appreciate you for that as well. All of you listening in audio-wise on our, all of our podcasts, more appreciation to you. Tell your friends about it. We're talking culture. And as you know, culture is, is just 10 or more people doing or believing in the same things. Um, you know, it, in, in Hawaii, I think we're a little bit biased. We're sitting with Jody Shiroma from PBS Hawaii, uh, somebody who I think was always ahead of the game when it came to, um, you know, media, communications, and, and creating things that people identify with, but also at the same time, exposing the outside world to different cultures and different things, whether it's whether it's a teenage demographic, whether it's a cultural demographic, and, and that's what you're doing now at PBS. So we talked um, what school you went, uh, home is here, all these all these um, programs that PBS Hawaii is putting out. What else do you guys got that's, uh, you, you talked uh, Okazuya earlier. Do you notice even sitting down and watching all these programs or even post-production that you really see the differences we have in Hawaii? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I think makes us beautiful and unique. And what's neat is that um, we've been gifted the opportunity to do more digital. So I have a really great team. I'm not going to take the credit for it. I mean, they have ideas. They go out and they do stories on Okazuya. You know, they're doing stories on like one of our, actually one of our employees, her dad was a famous tattoo artist. And so we went to Chinatown no and way. did a story on that. Yeah, so it's just, 
And it resonates in different mm-hmm. ways with different people. I mean, tattoos are huge. Yeah. I mean, I got tattoos too. So tattoos, food, culture, people, you know, um, we went into our vault and we have access to all these like classic Spectrum Hawaii shows from like the 80s and the 90s, even some Pauhana years from like the 70s. And, you know, internally we talked mm-hmm. about it. Like, is this going to resonate? I've these been throwbacks? St- can I just tell you right mm-hmm. now? Mahalo, you guys, you, Ron, and the team, because I am binging Spectrum. <laughs> I am all those things, the the, the Hawaiian music ones. The uh, What did I just watch lately was, um, um, it was about all these kupuna. And I was just like, I, and, and it's because like from the 80s, but it seems so long ago. So I'm binging those programs. Have you found anything in archives or, or that you were just like, whoa? Yeah, like, so the then and now so what our social media person chelsea she's been really great she went out and she did so we had like kalihi um y and i um you know waikiki and like old footage of what it looked like and then she drove the same paths and said this is it now and people went crazy on social i mean they love seeing it on tiktok and you know instagram and all of that and i mean i think it brings people together and it connects them and it I think people love to reminisce, you know, and talk about the old days or right. even if it was just the 80s. I, 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 <laughs> that's so weird. I got to say, my son one time, oh, my God. My son goes, he goes, Papa, he goes, um, you know, back in back in the really, really old times, you know, like maybe the 80s. I was like, wait, what did you just say? He goes, what? That was like a long time ago. Like he was like, did you guys have like iPads and iPads like oh my god yeah, no. it was like what the heck um, I love all that programming do you here's a, another question mm-hmm. being PBS Hawaii we growing up we only watched PBS if it was like Sesame Street or whatnot do you find now that because back then I used to think PBS was for the adults mm-hmm. but you guys are creating also content for the culture of teenagers and the younger demographic um, is that something you guys consciously did or? I think Leslie wanted to create for a younger demographic. So she created Hikino. Oh, and Hikino is really teaching the next generation to be storytellers. You know, so it's student voices, right? Sharing um, anything they want in their communities and creating news stories. But it's more than just creating news stories. It's teaching them values, ah, right? See. What they can do to take when they become adults. I like that because I think today a lot of um, you know the teens and the the millennials that are that are creating content right now. I think they're missing what you just said, mm-hmm. the values and all those things. Because Hikino was one of the first anywhere, right? And in, in, mm-hmm. in any PBS yeah. um, national, yeah, they do, they have student reporting labs, mm-hmm. but Hikino is really at the forefront of student voices, creating content, working with the Department of Education and other you know private schools for students to create content. And when COVID hit, I know people don't want to talk about COVID, but what they did was they pivoted and created student reflections. And mental health is really big for kids, Mm -hmm. but I mean, adults too, but especially for for youth, right? Mm -hmm. And they they went internal and they um, created these student reflections about what they were feeling, what it was like to be isolated, what it was like to not connect in schools, what it was like to be challenged, you know, from a mental health perspective. And it's powerful. See, I always say that. I, I, I always used to, when Hikino first came out, I used to tell 
other people our age. I said, you should watch this. And they were like, why? I said, because it's, it's not for the, well, for the show itself, but it's if you want to learn about what kids are doing today and their mindset and all that. So I think that's the other, the, the beauty of what you guys are doing uh, with, the, with the programming, the content, because not only, yes, it could be Hikino, uh, a kid's produced show, but we, we as adults can learn so much from it. Like just like home is home is here. You may not be from Waimanala, but if I see a story about Waimanala, I'm like, oh, I never knew that. Yes, right. And that's what it's all about. So, if you guys are joining us, uh, this is Culturize. We sit, we talk, we share culture. We just learned a, a, a bunch of culture about Jody Shiroma, currently with PBS Hawaii. Um, how her upbringing? Can you say your upbringing, growing up in Waimanalo, um, the values and the practices and the things that you did in your family do you bring into your adult life today? Oh, definitely. I think, I mean, amongst many, many things, I think what I learned growing up is that people have stories to tell, you know, and um, it's all about being authentic and telling real stories. You know, instead of, I mean, I think there's beauty in mm-hmm. fiction and made up stories and all of that, but if we can give people a voice and have them tell their stories from their point of view, I think we can learn so much if we just listened. Oh, I love that. What, any, anything else cool coming up for you guys at PBS Hawaii that, that you guys are thinking of or you can't say? Because um, I am always blown away at the things that you get. Like, home is here. Come on, really? It, and then, you know, it's just, wow. I can give you two sneak peeks. Okay. So, um, Jesse in my department, he is working on a reggae documentary. Really? So he's taking that on, talking to a lot of local radio personalities and things. Oh, oh we're going to have to talk about my reggae cafe back in the day. I think they're <laughs> yes, still doing I it. I think they're still doing it, you know. Here's, oh, really? here's a funny story. When, when I left Hawaii, 2005, 2006, I, I remember they... <laughs> Corporate, this is radio for you. This is the extended version. We could talk about it. Corporate didn't like that show. Oh. They they literally told me, I have too much control. Because what mm. I did was, for an hour, I let the listener tell me what to play. Yeah. Right? And they hated Shocker. that. They, yeah, they're like, no, it's too, you're giving this guy too much power. And, you know, I leave, I go do radio on the mainland, and I find out that they're still doing it today. Yeah, of course, right. I was like, what? So maybe I'll get in on that one. And then Cavett in my department. So nationally, we had um, a documentary that came from PBS on hip-hop. And so he wants to do hip-hop in Hawaii. No way. You, that's the one I was watching. You guys just did, who's the dancer? Uh, Hawaii dance. He's still dancing. The guy's like 50-something oh, years Skilroy. old. Oh, man. <laughs> He's insane. Right? Yes. I remember He's him like when. 55. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I felt guilty. <laughs> Like, I wanted to call him and be like, dude, stop. Stop it. <laughs> like, 55. Yeah, he's doing, like, and he was, rolls yeah. and spinning. And, yeah. He's, like, one of the original B-boys in Hawaii, and he's still doing and he's teaching. That that episode, I love that. See, those are the things that PBS Hawaii is creating if you got a story. Can people, like, just reach out to you guys and be like, hey, can I tell a story? Yeah, so they can go to our website mm-hmm. or, you know, or email or, right. you know, call, whatever. And, and like, there's uh, we're always looking for stories. You know, so we were looking for, um, Jesse's working on a neighborhoods podcast. So we posted on social media, do you have anything in Chinatown? Because we're focusing mm. on Chinatown. And we got a slew of, oh, like, just posts. Like, this story, this story. And I think that's one thing that's beautiful about Hawaii. It's the relationships, right? People love connecting one another, you know, and helping, right? I always, relationships, connection, values, all these things you're learning right here. Um Thank you so much for making time. 
Thank um, you. For I know me. You, you, being PBS Hawaii, you guys are uh, always creating, always busy. Um, Ron, we're gonna we're gonna get you soon, <laughs> but you're already on Lanai's show, so. <laughs> But thank you for making time. Thank you for my omiyagi. Thank you for sharing culture about you, about us, and just the local culture and the things you guys are doing at PBS Hawaii. Uh, this is what it's all about. You want to comment down below, hit the notification bell, all the things you need to do to validate my existence right here on Culturized. Mm -hmm.